Welcome everyone. You are now tuning in to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin. And I wanted to share some things. I am for the first time being extremely vulnerable and uh, I was a little bit inspired to share some things that was on my mind for like the last few weeks and just spill out my heart and uh, speak from my experience as a single man here in Los Angeles and of the world and just all these different things, right? So many different dynamics that goes into what my experience has been so far. And I kind of not so much have been afraid to say certain things out loud, but one thing about me is that I've always hated, you know, like I've always hated people who were boasters or braggers and all that stuff. Like I never liked that. And I feel like for so long, I've always known that I was capable of some pretty amazing things. And it was not just self-realization for me, but it was actually things that I would hear from other people, you know, my peers, you know, my, my elders, you know, so these were things that was pretty much just instilled in me as I grew up and whatnot. And of course I became, uh, you know, self-conscious of who I am and what I bring to the table and whatnot. And even to this simple thing, when we're talking about love life and whatnot, it's just, it's been a little touchy just because I feel like I've had to you know, water myself down a little bit to make other people comfortable and, you know, probably not speak too much about who I am and and, and again, what I can bring uh, to any facet of life, but also to, you know, someone's love life, you know, so it's been a little interesting, you know, to say the least, it's definitely something I've realized as, you know, self I guess it is something that you could probably call like imposter syndrome in a way, you know, just again, dimming my light to make other people, uh, you know, a little bit more comfortable. And it's just, I guess it's just been weighing on me and I've had, you know, some moments to really think about it in the last few weeks, but I just got back from, you know, visiting some family members and stuff and, I was on the airplane and I was listening to a playlist that I made back in like 2019. And it was all of my favorite R&B songs from like the 90s and the early 2000s and everything. And uh, one of my favorite songs of all time uh, is it's titled He Can't Love You. And it's from the uh, the group Jagged Itch. If you haven't heard it. I suggest that you go listen to it like ASAP. And again, uh, the song is called He Can't Love You. And the uh, group is called Jagged Edge. So definitely go take a look out for that song. It's It came out a long time ago and it's just, it's a classic. It's beautiful. And uh, the song like kind of just... Uh, 
I guess it cracked my shell that was already, you know, waiting to be cracked. And it just was like that, that, you know, the tip of the iceberg, you know, it was the nail in the coffin for me. And let me tell you, it just poured out of me and I felt, you know, myself just open up and say some things out loud that I've never said before. And, you know, like I said, it was it was always me not feeling comfortable enough to voice these things out loud because, you know, I just didn't feel like it was um, it was appropriate. And I do believe in a time and a place for everything. So I never felt that it was necessary for me to even say anything like this that I'm going to talk about, you know, today in today's episode. But I just I, I I just never knew when and and for what reason would I be able to say some things like this. But, you know, uh, like I say, the song uh, started playing and I started singing it to myself and I'm on an airplane and stuff. And then I just start writing and tell me why I wrote a whole damn manifesto. Who the fuck would have thought? I mean, I don't know. Anyways. But the song really just, it, it just, it, it did something for me. And I just couldn't help but uh, pay attention to that and, you know, go along with what my heart was, was doing. And I wrote, you know, and uh, it's a little bit of what it was, but uh, I'll read that off for you guys. And uh, I definitely want to see uh, what kind of feedback, you know, we get from this and stuff. And you know, uh, the intention is to uh, just help people who feel that they have to dim their lights, you know, to please others or to make other people comfortable. I want to make this as an example that, you know, despite everything that's going on in this world, despite everything that's going on in your life, you know, if you are extraordinary, you need to live in that, you know, uh, everyone can't be the extraordinary superstar or the standout person, you know, everyone can't be the Beyonce, right? And that's fine. And that's perfectly fine because the thing is, as humans, we are so diverse and we are so different. And that's what makes us so beautiful. You know, we have people who are set to be leaders. We have people who are set to be followers. And that's fine because that's just the natural order to life. I mean, it, it literally exists in every form of life that we know of, at least. And I just think that, you know, again, if you are a star, as corny as it's going to sound, look, shine bright, shine bright, you know, because if you're, if, if you're dimming your lights, honestly, how is that opportunity going to find you? They cannot find you if you are dimming your light because they can't see you. So let this be an example. And uh, like I said, I'm going to say some things that I've never said before out loud in my life. I literally have always kept this stuff inside of me, but it's just it just bubbled over. And uh, here it is, you know, the song. He can't love you in a song uh, They're They're saying that, you know. Uh, with the lady that they're they're singing to, basically she has another dude, and they're singing off to her as if you know, hey, he can't love you like I love you. You know, he's in a way, I guess, in a way, like he's he's 
fighting for this woman's attention as another option that she may have. And it's as if he's competing, you know, he's, he's trying to strike a deal with this girl for her love, you know, and I just, you know, if you've listened to a uh, nude radio in the last uh, year, in the last uh, season, in the last few episodes, then, you know, my experience in this, in this uh, department. So, you know, uh, I just felt like, you know, with listening to the song, I just felt like, look, I'm not trying to win your heart. You know, it, it should be mine if it, if it's real. Uh, I'm no longer fighting for your love because it should be mine if it's real. I'm no longer asking for you to let me in. Let's, you know, trust each other's intuition and just be, you know. And I'm no longer allowing you to not consider me because if it's real, then we wouldn't want to see each other stressed out. And if we're new to each other, I'll show you how to treat me and what I stand for. So please respect that and act accordingly. And uh, I just felt like, you know, I'm I'm willing to play the field as much as possible and to the odds way in my favor. It's okay to wait a little longer for what I've manifested. I've always had options to choose from, but never enough quality in individuals. And during this phase of my life, I'm noticing that I have access to a vast amount of options that I don't have to work for. You know, these men they fall right into my lap with useful words of affirmation and enticing propositions. So I ask myself, what should I do in a situation? How should I navigate through these woods? I'm taking advantage of every attainable opportunity, I guess. I'm human and I, with particular needs and I'm not perfect, you know? We are all perfectly flawed with a lifetime of evolution. And I, I try my best to use as much discernment as possible when deciding if I should act on a certain action or actions, of course. And, you know, I'm always the one considering others, never getting the same grace um, it reciprocated ever. So I ask myself, like, <laughs> should I should I fuck the friend group and make them all sister wives or should I test my limits while I have the freedom to do so these men these men have shown me that they can't be trusted they they tell you everything that they think you want to hear with little to no consistency you know and follow through they can only keep up so long before their representative shell is inevitably disintegrated. God forbid I was fooled in thinking this one particular man may may be different from the rest. And we say that with, you know, air quotes, of course. I've been disappointed more than I feel like at times, uh, and it leaves me uncomfortable, you know, so but. I just feel as if, you know, I think to myself, had I just went along with his sexual advances from the first place, that I would have spared myself of those five months 
because contrary to popular belief, I have never had to chase after a man. I mind my business. I tend to my plants. And with access to social media, it has only amplified what has been already going on. Truth is, sex is extremely easy in my personal experience. But I will say substance, substance is hard to come around. This shit is really annoying and sometimes emotionally taxing when I actually slow down and think about who I am. I'm a man who loves his freedom to live, to learn, and experience the pleasures of life. I am capable of giving and receiving true, authentic love. I am hopeful as a romantic with the desire that, you know, one day I'll meet my mate. That one day, my one and only true companion. So settling for anything less than just because I have multiple streams of men throwing themselves at me just won't do. This may be, (laughs) this may be the realest shit that I've ever said out loud. And to be perfectly honest, looking back on the men that I've loved makes me cringe. They could never live up to what I brought up to the table because when you're the actual table, it's kind of hard to, you know, compete. So my entire life, others have always poured into me that I was different and ahead of my peers in certain facets of life. Not only have I heard these things, but I believe them because I'm aware of who I am and how people move around me. The truth is, is that I'm pretty extraordinary and I deserve a man who is equally yoked with me. And that's on a physical, mental and spiritual level. I require that otherworldly metaphysical love. I want that type of love that others write about, you know, and, and tell their loved ones about like, fuck that basic shit. I believe that. We need to elevate. I need to elevate as soon as possible. You know, I've always been a a little scared to say it out loud in my head, but because of, you know, the potential pushback, I would say uh, for looking as as if I'm bragging or boasting, I I think that this will be the start of me showing the, the world that I am who I am because I am who I am. Like, fuck it. This is where I'm this is where I'm at at this point. And it's a song, another song that I fucking love. And it's it's in the words of the the musical genius Robert Glasper, you know, he partnered with uh, you know, the legendary music soul child and Chrisette Michelle for his song, um, Oh Yeah. It came out I think in like 2012. But the song Basically, you know, like the chorus pretty much reads and says, you know, and I'll quote what I learned in this life. You got to be with someone that you like. And if you think that we've got enough for us to go to distance, I can tell you all. Yeah. So that's (laughs) 
that's pretty much how I've been feeling. And I actually feel a little bit lighter now that I've spoken up. And I just I, I just look forward to new opportunities in life, you know, with my work life, with my love life, of course. And I was thinking to myself, I'm like, damn, like, am I starting to put potentially, potentially, of course, am I starting to soften up a little bit more, you know, in, in the whole love department and stuff and just like how I view the potential love and everything like that? Like, are my views starting to change? Like, who knows? But I guess now the whole love thing, it doesn't necessarily make me cringe anymore, uh, but I may side-eye or I may roll my eyes or something like that, but it's not making me like literally turn my lip up and like discuss when I think about, you know, me with another person being vulnerable with another guy and everything like that. And, you know, so it's, it's just interesting because like I said before, I, I make fun of, I make fun of myself in front of others as far as just like what I am and just how I like to live my own life and everything. Just the fact that I've never, ever been the person to chase after, you know, someone I wanted. And I guess we'll keep it on the surface level, of course, because I have tried to, you know, chase after a motherfucker, you know, emotionally. (laughs) We know how that went. But if we're sticking strictly to the surface level side of things, I've never had a problem getting a man ever. It's just, you know, honestly, and again, I don't say this out loud and I'm just crazy being vulnerable right now, but I'm just going to say it. Oh, my God. It may sound horrible, but this is my personal experience and it's not to make me seem as if I'm just like all of that or whatever, but I am, I am in, in all respects I am. And, and I get it. And people who like me and love me get it, but I just, there's so many, when I say options, I mean, men, there's so many options out here and you know, honestly, I could be in a relationship tomorrow. Literally, I can be in a relationship tonight, like within an hour. Like there's so many dudes that are hitting me up. You know, like I said before, they're making all these cute words of affirmations and they're, you know, putting out these uh, really enticing guys propositions and stuff and everything. And it all sounds great. But I always ask myself, I'm like, well, okay, this is nice. I guess if I'm interested, at least if we're talking about physically, of course, then if I, if I choose to go that route, then okay. You know, I, I, I plan accordingly and I, and I act accordingly as well. So I just feel like with all the options that are out there, I have yet to really stumble upon, you know, a lot of quality. That's what I really look for. You know, the quantity is cute. You know, it gets old after a while and stuff like that. Like, you know, uh, but the, 
the quality of the man is what really matters for me. And I'm not, I'm like, I am a natural introvert. I've always been comfortable being by myself. I'm by myself most of the time. You know, I'm, I, I consider myself an introvert with extroverted tendencies. So being by myself, being in my alone time is literally heaven for me. It's, it's my comfortable spot, even though being around other people are also, I'm comfortable with that too. But me being by myself, I just, I feel great and I feel content and, and pretty awesome. So me settling for somebody who is not my type when we are talking about, you know, mentally or spiritually, you know, that's, they may be handsome on the outside, you know, the physical may be awesome. The physical may be great. There's so many handsome ass men that I've, that I've come across. So many, you know, I've, I, you know, I'm saying this alone, but I fucked a lot of beautiful men. I've had my my feel of some of the most attractive men that I've seen and I'm sure other people would probably look at them and be like, damn, like you yeah, okay, that's he is hot. But it's just like again, it, it goes to the quantity side of it. That's not going anywhere. And with this newfound exposure with social media and and like I told you guys before in the last few episodes, being on that app Clubhouse has just amplified the exposure to a vast amount of men um, from, you know, different cities, different states and sometimes different countries. And they're all making the same, you know, move. They're all talking the same good thing and all that stuff, right? What they can do, you know, what they're good at, their skills. And, oh, I'm, ooh, you know, all this shit, right? And it sounds great. If you catch me at a particular time of the day, if I'm horny, I would most likely entertain you if I'm physically interested, you know? So it's just like, that's, that's cool and all, but. I'm not willing to settle for anything less because the thing is, I'm fine being by myself if that's what it calls for. I am perfectly fine being my, by myself for however long it needs to be. You know, I'm I'm not just going to settle for any old dude who may look good on the outside and stuff. And I know that we're not aligned on the inside. What? That's going to cause discord and problems. And I'm not into that. Like, that's that's not my idea of what love should be, especially how I view myself in love. That's not going to work out for me. So I just feel like, you know, um, when with everything going on and stuff, I just I keep a clear view as far as the fact that at heart, at my heart, I am what I call a hopeful romantic. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I love my single life. Of course. Oh my God. Especially right now. Like, I mean, when I tell you, I'm just, I'm, I'm literally playing the field as much as possible at this point. Hey, I fuck it. Like I've never did this before in my life. And it's kind of like a new self-discovery in a way that I'm finding pretty enlightening in a way. I would say, and I'm learning new things about myself and 
I'm getting comfortable even more with the, my my body, you know, and I'm getting more aligned with who I am as a person and what and again, what I represent, what I stand for and stuff and what I demand of the universe when it comes to my life and my love life and the people who I love around me. And it just I just feel like, you know what, I, I'm willing to wait a little bit longer. And of course, as you guys know, you know, I'm still healing. I'm still healing. And it's been a few months, but it's this is where I'm at now. And I just feel like. I don't know. I, sex, sex is easy as fuck, you know, to be brutally fucking honest. When you are a top, we're talking to the gays and and people who may not be in a community, if you guys know exactly what a top is and the top and bottom and verse and all that shit, right? Which I've talked about that, I think in like, it was season one uh, with Devin, we we went over that stuff. But if y'all don't know, go to Urban Dictionary. Anywho, with tops, we're not, uh, we're not easy to find. You know, everyone in this world, everyone in this city for the most part happens to be a bottom or versatile, which I call bottom adjacent. And uh, when you are topping, and I would say a real top at least, people will gravitate towards you. You already automatically get a lot of attention. And then if you put on the fact that you are a black, handsome, successful, what like, you know, and, and also top at that, I mean, there's literally no shortage of men trying to have sex with you or trying to, and and I say this in air quotes, get to know you a little bit more and telling you how much they like you and shit. And I'm always thinking to myself, like, how the fuck do you like me? And you don't even fucking know me. (laughs) Like, that's, that's, that's my, that is my question. How do you like me? And you don't even know me. You like the idea of me. You see what you see on social media. You see what I may post, which the thing is, I'm a very transparent person as much as I am. And I'm very much into sharing certain things in my life and everything like that. And I just see I just I just see that. And I feel at least that most of us as humans are. Complex, I'll say that. And I would hope that as a complex being, you are not showing the full 100% of what you and who you are on social media for people to see. You know, there's still a lot of things. I mean, what I show on social media is literally like the tip of the iceberg. I mean, like, you know, like I said, I'm... I'm that that person. I'm I'm very complex and uh, I have many layers. You know, I have many interests, many loves, many, you know, uh, facts and and uh, knowledge and stuff like that. And, and also uh, I look forward to many days and, and years and years and years and years and years of knowledge to keep attaining like that's that's my goal. It's to keep learning. I mean, naturally, I'm a philosopher at heart. So, you know, that's that's just who I am. So it's just like 
I, we're not perfect. I'm not perfect. You know, I, I think that, and I do strongly feel actually that with every day that we wake up, we get a new opportunity to learn and to evolve as humans. And that's been my goal. So when it comes to the whole love life thing, it's just like, okay, we can, we can do all of that, but you saying that you like me and you really don't know me. You just like the idea of what I show off on, on Instagram or Twitter or on clubhouse or whatever. Like, I mean, if you happen to listen to, uh, you know, nude radio, of course, I think if anything, this show has given me the opportunity to just vocalize exactly what has been going on in certain parts of my life. And I'm forever grateful. I'm so grateful for all of you who listen. I'm so grateful for everyone who shares the episodes. I'm, I'm, I'm grateful for the reposts and everything. Like, I never want that to go over anyone's head and think that, you know, I'm never grateful because I'm, I am. Thank you for, you know, giving me uh, an outlet to really just vocalize exactly what the hell is going on in my head because baby let me tell you there's so much that goes on in my fucking head so it's it's always great to be able to vocalize these things but I just think that people should just like slow down a little bit more and you know get in a better idea of who they're talking to and and, and watch your words words matter words really matter so be careful with what you're typing to just the average joe you know like and it, and it, what makes it worse is that what i've come to realize you know is a lot of these dudes are writing probably the same thing that they're writing you in your inbox all up in your dms Talking about how you just, you know, you you so special, you're a king, you're this, you're that, right? Uh-huh, we know, we've seen it all, right? And come to find out, they're writing verbatim, for some people at least, not all, for some people are writing verbatim the same fucking DM to another dude. And it's just like, well, how many other dudes are you writing the same damn message to? Like, like, okay, at least try to be a little original. I mean, shit, fuck, okay, if that's what you want. But I guess they're pretty much seeing like, you know what, if I throw enough uh, hooks with worms on it, let me see how many fish I can catch. I don't know. I think those are people who really desire the quantity side and may not be wanting the quality of things. and. My mom has always said, you know, if you listen to a man, he's going to tell himself. And I do feel that, you know, as a good communicator, you have to learn how to listen. You have to listen to people because you can't just talk about every fucking thing. You got to actually listen to what people are saying, because nine times out of 10, people are going to tell themselves. And as men, we make it really easy to tell on our fucking selves. And so that's why I say words really matter, but be cognizant of what's coming out of the person's mouth. You know, listen to what they're saying because nine times out of 10, they're going to say exactly who they are and what they represent. So that way, you know exactly how to navigate 
whatever relationship that you see fit for this particular person with yourself. So it's just like, look for the quality and things that, you know, if anything, if that's what you're looking for, then great. But, you know, if quantity is what matters to you right now, a sow your world oats, however they say it, I don't fucking know. Like, get it in, you know, you know, bust them nuts and and, and be careful and, and protect yourself as much as possible. And, and don't be out here hurting people or making, you know, promises that you can't keep and all that stuff or whatever. Like, don't do that. You know, we don't want to hurt people's feelings. Of course, we're not trying to cause uh, distress and uh, we're definitely not trying to consciously do it. That makes it even fucking worse. Oh, my God. Because uh, we know some people and I and I've dealt with some people who fucking have done that. OK, but live your life as long as you're not hurting anyone, as long as you can go to sleep with yourself and be proud of who you are and uh, wake up to, to live another day, to learn a new thing, to love harder. You know, let that be your goal or at least one of them. I know it's one of mine, but, you know, I guess, you know, I'll I'll land the plane with my little rant. But I just I really just wanted to get that off my chest and just get that out because it literally has been eating at me for weeks. And I just didn't really know exactly what to do with it or really just how to articulate what's going on and how I'm feeling. So I'm glad that, you know, again, I can share an even more vulnerable side of who I am and stuff. And maybe you guys would, would get the the idea of, of, again, a little bit more of who I am and what it is that I desire in life, but also most importantly, in my love life, because, you know, I, I know, I know me. I know that despite where I'm at right now with how I feel about men, I know that eventually this is this is not going to be forever for me. You know, this is temporary. And like I said, I'm I'm growing, I'm healing, you know, I'm evolving to a whole different side of myself with new perspectives and, and of experience and everything. And I welcome that. So I know that, you know, eventually I'm going to meet my mate, you know, my true companion, you know, my partner of life and love and whatnot. And I, I cannot wait for that opportunity to to meet that person. And uh, I, I just I just feel like, you know, I had this talk with my good girlfriend uh Jojo the other day cuz she's going through similar situations you know she's been suffering from imposter syndrome for a long time in her work personal love life and uh, I literally told her this past weekend like look girl you have you have dimmed yourself you have dimmed your light for so long how do you expect for your future husband your true mate the unconditional love how do you expect for him to find you when that light is dim Shine, shine bright. <laughs> and I don't care how fucking corny that sounds. Shine bright. If you are a star, be that. Be that. I'm looking for you. Hey, I like good company. Okay. 
So I have to take my own advice. I have to take my own advice. And whenever it is that I'm ready, whenever it is that I finally meet that dude who just shows me that he's completely different and he means it with his actions, not just his words, his actions. I trust that my intuition, which has always been all the way right, and even though my naturally optimistic ass wanted to play along and see what else could happen, okay, I'm I'm doing my best to trust my intuition as much as possible this year and going forward. So I, I do trust that my intuition will show me exactly who this man is, and I'll identify him right then and there, and I'll feel comfortable moving forward with them and furthering our relationship into what it should be. And, you know, into that time being, I have so much, so much to do and a lot of time. And I'm just, look, I'm just going to do what it is that I want to do. And I'm not hurting anybody. You know, like I said, I'm not making any promises that I can't keep. I'm not, I don't have anyone that, you know, is under the impression that we are in a relationship or that we are dating or I'm their man or whatever like that. Like, I I don't have that going on. I consciously make sure that that's not what is the the idea put out there and stuff. So I just feel like, hey, whatever it is that I choose to do with whomever I'm just going to do it like, you know, shit, why the fuck not? And uh, I'm going to have a great time doing it. And uh, yeah, we'll see. But of course, I just want to thank you guys of uh, just again, I'm just grateful uh, to have y'all. And I look forward to chatting soon. And uh, next episode, I definitely look forward to having some amazing guests on. But, you know, I love our personal time with the semi-nude episodes. And I'm glad that you guys love the semi-nude episodes, too, because, you know, it gets a little taxing, you know, sometimes when you do have two personalities or more than one personality on on an episode. But I, I do understand that, you know, this is Nude Radio with Kenny Heflin. And sometimes you just want to hear what's going on with me. So I'm glad that I can tap in and stuff. And I'm glad that I can share uh, a little bit more about myself and stuff and just, you know, speak my mind and my speak my heart. And I just hope that you guys interpret this correctly and uh, realize that, you know, the intention is not to brag or boast or anything like that, but to just show as an example. So thank you so much. Bye.